right. Shall we talk about some music, music, music? We can do that. Tribbing Balls, episode 301. Now, I was very proud of myself this week because... Why? Did you be able to put to, to put your shoes and socks on correctly? Well, yes. Did, did you use Velcro? Yes, in a way, um, because I felt like I, I got the reference. Well, I sort of got the reference. You're going for a new job. So, fleet manager, <laughs> rot, rot TV. That's a very inside joke. Rot TV. Is this is this a no? <laughs> have they at some time listened to the Stooges? Raw power. Is is there a, is there a, any through line from that style of punk to this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I, I would have said more just kind of late 70s pub rock, very Australian kind of pub rock like the Angels and Rose Tattoo and, and of course ACDC, Albert Productions kind of stuff. But, um, but yeah, they are a bit shoutier and screamier and, and there is that kind of um, very lo-fi production element and just keep smashing those fucking riffs um, like like Raw Power. Like, yeah, no, that, that's, Search, that's a good pull. Search that's and Destroy pull. was the song that, like, when I was listening to it, I'm yep. like, oh, there's a, there's a song that I've got that gives me this same sort of feeling that I really like, and I knew I'd saved it in a playlist, like, back in the day. And so I went back through all my play- saved playlists, and I was like, yep, this is the song. This is the song yep. that... And, yeah, it, it's a... Um, it's a sort of rollicking pub rock sort of feel, right? Like, I used yeah. to get nights you, like you, these you at the alley f- where a good... You can feel the nasty, yep. the nasty carpet under your feet, yep. and you can smell the yeah, you smell the bo and spilt bourbon. It's it's real. It's very evocative. It, it feels like like that. I mean, there's so many Melbourne venues that, that you can think of in this sort of space, but sort of the SB and the Tote and all that kind of that kind of you know the, the way Melbourne the Melbourne love scene talks about itself, uh, that whole kind of mythology it builds up. This kind of very this very much feels like it's of that. Mm. Which is funny in it in an era where it's almost impossible to play live music. Yes, <laughs> yes, um, absolutely. Um, and and it, it sounds deliberately scuzzy and grotty and and distorted. It sounds like it was recorded on a potato. Uh, but um, I feel like that's a part of the part of the appeal, uh, and B because they, they like didn't have any money. Well, the, no, I was going to say the, the funny thing is they probably made. A great deal of effort to make it sound like it was recorded on a potato. No, I reckon they had fuck. They had busted equipment, and this is the best they could do. Yeah, because the, the the problem is is with the the ease of like you can plug a whole heap of shit into an iPad now. Like an iPad has enough processing power to record eight tracks of you know stuff into other stuff into other. Like you can you can do that, but the problem is is it, it gives you a really flat, clean sort of sound. Um, this does not sound this like not that, that at all. This is not that. Um, so it would be fascinating to know whether, you know, w- whether they had to scuzzy it up. Like, the, the new Hilltop song came out this week, and it is the exact opposite. It is so clean. Like, I, I realise that their sound has completely left me by, and I'm, I sort of pine for the, the Hilltops that I liked. But, man, it is... It is so clean that there's not a beat out of place. It's it's like the tidiest fucking room in the house. Um, 
and this was not that, and I appreciate it. That's what I appreciate about it. It's very, very yeah. dirty. This is a this is a better speaker album than it is a headphones album. Yeah. Um, because then the you know if, you, you if want it you want that bit of distortion. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You you do and you want that extra bass that kind of. Yeah. Um, but no, this this is a good. This is this was a lot of fun. Um, this 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 I, I really enjoyed this. I did not expect anything of it. Um, and uh, and yeah. Will this go on your long list for top five? Like I don't think it'll go on mine just because it's not my sort of tunes. But would this go on your long list for top five for the year? Well, it's I kind of keep a a list of what was you know what was good shit. Um, what was the best album I listened to so far this year? And it's certainly in amongst the best albums I've listened to this year. Mm, okay. Um, so I'm, it'll probably get knocked off by something else at some stage. But uh, yeah, this is this is a good album. This is this will be. Uh, it's hard to project forward, but I reckon it's probably at least top twenty. I, I've already get to the end of the year. I've already got more albums in my review playlist at this t- time of the year than I think I've ever had. Like I'm not I'm not saying any of them will be a top five album, but it's like this is at least worth another listen to, um, to 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 try and dig into it a little bit more. Uh, so. I don't know if there's been quite a, a standout, but there's been some pretty good albums this year. It We've only listened to like ten only, albums. It's only March. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's, it's been a reasonably good hit rate. Um, it helped that we had one week of three good albums. I guess that that yeah, doesn't that Eddie Vedder album was so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you think of St. Paul and the Broken Bones? So. St. Paul. It started with a hiss and a roar, with a bit of fire and brimstone. Yeah. Um, and it, it, that wasn't really the the motif they were going to stick with for the rest of the show. But um, it was. I was kind of glad we had some ex- extra days on on the recording for this because every time I listened to this album, I, I'd kind of picked out different elements of it. I, my, my opinion of it changed wildly from the first listen through to the to the last listen. Um, I mean, in some places, I mean, they're doing soul, but it is kind of neo soul with with. With beats and you know break beats in some cases, and you know in some a, cases it gets a bit UB40, and in some cases it gets a bit Alabama three. But um, there's some there's some value in here. There, there's some real there's some real interesting shit in here. Um, the problem is is that it, because there's some real interesting shit in here, there's also some stuff that's pretty fucking vapid. Uh, yep. This the slow jams do not work for me at all. It's no, where where they go. No. When he, and also when he hits his high register, like when he slows it down yeah. and hits his high register, it's like, dude, fucking, you know, d- drop an octave and put some of that. Well, that's gro- what I mean when he, when he starts to sound a little bit kind of UB forty. Yeah, you know, doing doing shitty covers, um, like I can't help falling in love with you, kind of shit. You know, yeah. th- that's kind of you know, was, there was one there was one track that was like that, and I was like, oh mate, no, this is this this no, this <laughs> this ain't the wave. Um, but yeah, when he when he nails it, like there's some really good songs. The first two songs, Alien Coast, Alien Coast had like I also thought it's when the beats had a bit of menace and a bit of uh, like he'd sampled some of the uh, like what well, I was trying to think of. It was almost like he'd sampled the soundtrack to Alien or something. You know, some of the that really yeah, there is sort of moody electronic yeah that that, for, kind of, that forbiddingness you know like you're going into a room yeah. and there's something in there and you don't know what it is like it's not it's not overt but there is a, that bit of darkness and when he when he leans into that it's a lot better um 
yeah, when it when it drifts into Silk Sonic territory, it's um it's not so much as fun. No, well, like you said when when you picked it, I mean, Soul has a has a very broad yeah. gamut of uh, of stuff, particularly modern Soul, and you know there was there wasn't very much Aaron Carter or uh, Aaron Carter, Aaron Fraser, Aaron Aaron Fraser, Aaron yeah. Carter. I think wasn't he one of those fucking teenage heartthrobs from the <laughs> sounds like an all black senator to me, but anyway. I think Aaron Smith. He was a he was Targo halfback for a long time. <laughs> um, yeah. I, again, this is one that I'll put I'll put on my long list, but I I think the weak points are just too weak to to ever get to a top five. Um, yeah. But there's probably three tracks that I'll definitely throw on a whole heap of you know sort of camping mixtapes for the year. Um, yeah. So. Um, Anyway, I, I, quite, I quite like this one. I, like, I, I enjoyed listening to it this week. Put it that way. I, I, I think the yeah. two between, and it was a nice. It was a nice. It was nice bouncing between the two between rock TV. Yeah, and, and they, this. Didn't, they didn't clash either no. in a weird kind of way. They're totally different genres, but they, um, um, you know, they they tend to complement each other. Hmm. All right, let's do Should it. Should we talk about the children's music? Um, all I can say is heroin has nothing on nostalgia. Nostalgia, if they could ever fucking put it into a powdered form and it could be cut up on a mirror, would be the most dangerous drug in the world because fuck me, why does this album exist? Seriously. <laughs> I mean, no, I can tell you why it exists. Is that because the, the all the bands that are that are doing covers, in the, so this, this uh, album was the double album re-wiggled I mean, the first reason this album exists is because they made it, you know, they got a shitload of attention for doing a, a kind of a hokey uh, cover of a, um, of a of a Tame Impala track. Yeah, yeah well, look, uh, we'll, they got we'll, the number we'll, one of the Triple J Hottest 100. We'll get to the second half as well. Okay, the, the, but the, the, most of these bands, I mean, custard aside, mm. um, most of these bands, whereas these acts are of an age where they grew up with the Wiggles. Like, we didn't grow up with the Wiggles because, you know, the Wiggles sort of were around for, for kids who were, you know, toddlers in the 90s. In the late 90s at that, near the 2000s. Probably more the 2000s. So, for, for the acts that are involved, it's a great moment of nostalgia. Um, and for the Wiggles, and particularly their business managers, it's a great opportunity to make money, which is generally yeah, which what is they're most focused on. The, okay, so... The and, 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 and the whole thing, I blame Anthony Phil for pretty much everything. Um... He's kind of become, you know, the whole the, the way the Wiggles just keep getting kind of reanimated with different new people every every couple of years. It's a little bit like Mike loves um, Beach Boys. You know, all the actual fucking people, the, the the creative forces behind the band long long you know long since got packed off, and now it's just a now it's just the name. Just and it's interesting that the tracks that are being covered, there's a the the ones that are actually good pop songs that could stand as as good pop songs tend to be from earlier in their catalogue when they when they had the whole you know the original Wiggles uh, writing and the new stuff is generally shit. Okay, I thought all the songs were shit. My my thoughts were none of these songs hold up as actual songs, even with good bands doing them. I guess the chats probably did the best version. Ah, oh, Custards was pretty good. Custards was okay. Like, but most of the time, I'm like, I'd just rather listen to a song by that actually was a good song by these bands. Like, it, it, 
Well, Polish Club? You really want to listen to Polish I'd Club? I'd rather listen to Polish Club than Polish Club than no, the Wiggles. Wouldn't. Polish Club are fucking shit. But, but okay, so that's the first half. The second half of the album is like, oh, th- these guys would be great on a Sunday afternoon at the Re. That's pretty much where they sit. It's it's standard covers there. Uh, yeah, they're, they're not really um, they're not really doing anything with the songs. They're just fucking bashing out a cover. Uh, yeah, I, I have to say that the, co- the covers of the Wiggles are better than the covers by the Wiggles by a fair distance. I mean, except, except the, the, and, song, and the, the whole, songs are and so the whole shit thing though. about just doing doing kind of kitschy G rated covers of pop songs last it, it, about one about two tracks in you get bored with it. You get Elephant, you get Pub Feed, which of course is a chat song, and then they're doing what appears to be I've got a brand new Combine Harvester and you've got a brand new Key, but it's just shit. It's just thoroughly shit. Yeah. The, the cover of Praise You was okay. Um, I can tell that We Are Gonna Be Friends is a kid's song anyway. You know, it's just that it was written by Jack White. But, yeah, it's kind of... I mean, yeah, great. You, you've got range. You can cover. Um, I mean, uh, uh, fucking the pirate guy, Captain Feathersword, has been doing the one that same one thing for thirty years. Whoa! He just hey, did a fucking song of him just going whoa. Thirty years is not to be sneezed at. He's probably on good coins. It's, it's not bad if you can just you can just put do one thing for uh, for thirty years. Yeah, you become an indispensable part of a multi million dollar industry. Yeah, they are the Taylor Swift of kids' music, right? That's what they are. They're, they're so now that industri- they're going to go back and do do Wiggle, the Wiggles version, the- terrible remakes of uh, of the the early stuff of Big Red Car. <laughs> anyway, I like I bezoed this album and then went, no, dude, you you technically have to listen to all of these songs to fulfil your contra- contractual obligations to this podcast. Put it on in the background. Grit when have you teeth. ever done that before? You've never done that before. It's fucking hell. Oh, man. I mean, even, it's, as it's, back, even as background music, this was fucking The thing offensive. is, though, I don't understand. You would have had to have listened. Uh, no. So I, don't, I think no, your kids are a, too young. That's the thing. We never we, we never I had to listen to all this shit. Yeah. Like, that, my, my kids are probably, what, 10 years older? No, maybe not 10 years older, but eight, eight, to ten, you know, eight years older than yours. Um, so I had, I've listened to, you know, all of the older stuff. I have seen all the videos. I have listened to all the stuff. They used to have it on repeat at the fucking childcare and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, D-O-R-O-T-H-Y, she's my favourite dinosaur. I'm very familiar with that. Yeah, and hot that's potato, what I was saying potato, about. Cold spaghetti, no, cold spaghetti. Not nostalgia for me, but nostalgia for the kids yeah. of the generation that grew up with it. Yeah, absolutely. Who are pro- primarily DZ Death Race, Spacey Jane, you know, Polish Club. You know, the, all these kids are about that age. But, go- but going on my Facebook feed, also, some of the parents, like some of the parents of my cohort, that like really got into the week. Like when 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 my kids were well, about keep that in age. Mind Peter Coom and Peter Coom does fucking concerts for for people of our age. Like the dude, because that was the generation before the Wiggles was people like Peter Coom and um, oh, Don Spencer. I'm trying to think of the other the other kind of children's um, children's people who you were on all, on all those sort of ABC for kids tapes. Not Don Burke. Uh, <laughs> definitely not Don Burke. But, yeah, we sort of skipped the Wiggles. The Wiggles never took in our house, and I think because the music that we were listening, like we never put on kids' music. Because mu- you refused to <laughs> yeah. put it on. Yeah, that's right. They were fucking getting said, little no, scenes and they liked to it. Listen, you have to listen to Grand Theft Audio. 
That's all right. My it's, risen dogs. It's Chemical Brothers today, kids. Fuck the big red car. Yes. Um, like, we watched lots of kids' TV, but we never listened to kids' music. The music was always just fucking music, you know? Um, and, yeah, I, I, I guess because I didn't have that sung to me by cute kids, I don't have that feeling for it. But, my God, some of those songs are bad. Well, cop that, millennials. <laughs> All right. Shall, shall we move? Peter Coombe's better than the Wiggles. Get fucked. Anthony Field and his plastic teeth can fuck off. Fucking piss ant, Mike Love impersonator. Um. All right. Shall we talk about some Can't new believe music? You said you'd like to listen to Polish Club. That was the most fucking pointless. <laughs> they are, that was the most pointless song on the entire album. Oh, there was a few, man. It was basically just talking about apples and bananas, but changing the vowels every verse. God, it was tedious and stupid. Yeah. Um. All right. What have you got? What have you got for me? Refresh my palate. Give me some from Scandinavian fucking death metal or something. No. I'm going to give you some crap. Um, I haven't picked anything. All right. I'm yeah, going to go. I'm going to go. I think they're a British band. Uh, let me double check that. Yes, they're a British band. They're called the Mysterines. And the oh, yeah. album is called Reeling. So. They're, they're kind of. They're dark. like a four piece sort of. Uh, old, rock band, old rock from Liverpool. Yeah, um, yeah that, that that was a, a straight out of uh, release radar. I don't know why my release radar's been pretty shit lately, actually. Um, but yeah, and my fucking keyboard doesn't work. You can't <laughs> eat my ass. This is what happens when we record on a Sunday. Oh fuck! I don't even think we should release this episode. This is- Look, if if we thought that way, we would have a lot less episodes. No, this, this one, this one's fucking grim. <laughs> I don't know. I quite like my rant about the Wiggles. Uh, take control. Oh, I, I, these guys have been on my um, uh, release radars before, and uh, I think I had them marked down, expecting to see an album come out before. So that's good. All right then. Few, brand, few brands in Britain are doing it better than the Mysterines right now. Their most recent song, Love's Not Enough, is a bruising reminder of this nation's rock credibility and why it shouldn't be knocked. Um, that was by the NME. They're from Liverpool. Mm-hmm. So that's- I've just been reading NME about what lately has got cred, as Ron Hitler-Barassi once said. I don't know whether those the old NME and Rolling Stone quite have the credibility of the old days, but anyway. They never had credibility. They were always dog shit. But um, but no, that's good. That's um, and the I, album is called Reeling. It goes for forty three minutes and twenty one seconds. This doesn't get me any closer to picking well, anything. I, I do have a I do have a, a Joker as well. If that helps you out. Um, last year, Aaron Fraser guested on an album called Private Space. I'm pretty sure we didn't do this album. By Durand Jones and the Indications, um, which also popped up on my on one of my playlists. One of my well, it must have been Discover Weekly because it's not a 2022 album. But I was like, damn, I would have quite liked this album in 2021. This is more retro soul. Yeah, sort of. 
It's a Duran Jones in the indications. So let's have that as the uh, Joker. No, all I found. I haven't found them as an artist. I found them as a fucking private space. Is the name as, of the album? No, it's actually put. It's 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 found them as a user of Spotify. Oh, so what, what playlists they have? So that's fucking useful. How about? Have they got any? Have they got any uh, monthly listeners? Oh yeah, they've got uh, one one and a half million monthly listeners. So, yeah, I'll get there. Yep. It's a rough day. It's it's not going well. I felt like this that yesterday. looks about right. Here we go. It's Radio. sort of sparkly. Private space. Um, love will work it out. Private space. So that's what you would like as a Joker album. Well, you can have the Please. Joker for this week. Sure. Um, Look, this, and it's normally me that's vamping while while I go through like the you know what came out this week to see. Uh, what- I'm trying to pick between a couple of very different tonal things. So it was actually yeah. useful to sort of see what you've picked to kind of pitch. What I'm going to do so that I don't, um, you know, to, like if I had another act that was like the Mysterines, then then I would kind of get the sound would get lost. Mm. Like we'd be, I'm I'm trying to engineer a situation like we had last week where we had yeah. Yeah, uh, two shade. two bands that actually work quite well. But you've kind of picked the rot the rot TV side of, of you know the loud guitar band. Yeah. Um, and so, so what I'm going to pick, you're going to pick Charlie X X C X. No, I'm going to pick an old guitar band. I'm going to pick the Hoodoo Gurus. Oh, yeah. This was another one I had in my uh, potential Joker list for this year. So, cool. Now, um, This Staffo has got some pretty pretty good reviews, hasn't it? Well, I don't know. I don't read reviews because, I mean, Stafford often reviews these things and he says everything's yeah. wonderful and I often listen to it and go, actually, no, that was shit. I, yeah. I don't know what the... Like, he loved that Midnight Oil album. And, no. Mm. And this is the thing. I didn't... I the, It actually dropped a week, a week or two ago, but I didn't want to pick it so soon after the Midnight Oil yeah. album because I thought, fuck, if all we're going to do is just pick 80s yeah, yeah, yeah. Australian rock bands that, you know, <laughs> Next, should have stayed in the 80s. Next um, week, although, the Hunters and Collectors reformed. Pretty much, yeah. Well, I think they're, I think they're together. Um, there, the thing is with Stafford's piece on them, kind of m- tried made the pitch that you know they've always been running away from the shadow of their first two albums, which were which were super great. But that kind of ignores the fact that their biggest album ever was the the one from the mid nineties, Crank, which had the right time and you open mm. my eyes and less than a feeling. It was actually the the only number one album they ever had. So I think that you know late in their career, it was not too long before they. Broke up for the first time, and and they've sounded more like that on everything they've done subsequently. They don't sound like um, Mars needs guitars and Stone Age Romeos uh, in in any of their their comeback albums. Uh, their comeback albums have been generally reasonable. Like they they did one in uh, the mid aughts, and they did one in the about 2010, 2012 maybe. Um, but I I'm not sure if they've done one during the life of the of the podcast. So. Yeah. They're, they're one of those bands that it's probably good that you did that this week so that I can do a bit of a deep dive into um, into their back catalogue for the boys. Um, well, it's going to be a short week. But, yeah, um, yeah, the, the, there's quite a few good Gurus um, compilations, and that's probably the best way to go. Is to just go for um, go for one of the, the the compilations of their singles. They had one called Electric Soup that was basically just all 
Um, you know, they were all all eighty singles basically. Yep. Though it didn't have didn't have the the ninety singles. Oh, that will be a uh, actually no. They had a they had a they had a best of um, uh, late in their career. I remember it. Uh, I think it was called something or other. <laughs> oh Christ. It's going well, Ben. Oh, uh, Sunday nights. I thought I was getting a day off tomorrow. Yeah. Not, so I've not been, the I've case. Because it's a public holiday in in Otago, and I was planning to take the day off. But um, the other half said, no, I've already booked leave. You can go to work. And I'm like, great. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about that, about flooded in days, you know, when we first moved in here. Flooded in days were three or four days of looking out at the water, drinking red wine, pretty much doing nothing else. And then now it's like, well, you can still work, but you've got kids trapped in the house with you that are going slightly crazy. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we have that with a freaking Labrador puppy uh, as well. Um, yeah. So the last Guru's album was 2010. So it's been 12 years since the last Guru's album. Yeah. Um, and before that was 04, remember because I was living in Brisbane at the time, Ma- uh, Mark Shaw, um, Bite the Bullet, which is a really good live album that they did in 98. That was from their original Farewell Tour. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find where that fucking that good um, compilation. That's interesting. They've got a shitload of, uh, got a shitload of compilations. I think I think the gurus went around and made a whole lot of collections. Oh, Gold Watch—that's the one. Twenty twelve was an album called Gold Watch. That's, Twenty that's, Golden Greats. That's almost a tism uh, tism style. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah, but it's all um. Yeah, it's it's all their all their big singles and things. Mm. Um. All right, but then I might they, give they've the, released a whole lot of other ones as well. Give that. <laughs> a, gurus give play the hits of other people. This is a covers album. Ah, oh, yeah. So it's, uh, yes. Actually, that that's pretty good. Anyway, I'm just babbling Going dog on. shit. So, um, All so right, no so real surprises. Th- thanks for uh, coming out on a Sunday night. Uh, I, this is, you know, this, this is a, a, the amount of energy I normally have on a Sunday night. Yep. Chariot of the Gods is the Guru's album. Um, cool. Let's uh, let's reconvene next week and hopefully yes. something not will on have, a Sunday. Something will have happened in the NBA and we've got some new good new albums to listen to. Yes, we're uh, not re- we're not releasing this, are we? <laughs> Hasn't stopped us so far. See ya. <laughs> we haven't learned anything <laughs> from our experiences. Right. Three hundred and one episodes in. Uh, all right, catch you, Doc.